which is a relative of Cole. Uh, a cousin? <laughs> it's maybe, um, it's sort of like when I, when I think of the call, it's a natural process. Like I like, I still like that the best to describe what's going on because then we still are just fitting into the species realm, which has success and failures, you know, goes up, goes down you know, goes up and goes down. We're just a species of animals. It's not Trump. It's not freaking whatever this Bitcoin stuff is. You know, it's it's species deflating, species inflating. <laughs> and a crisis is just another, uh, it's, it's sort of more a, a, uh, Stop, it's a, a single event, kind of. A call is a, a process, and a crisis is more like a, a moment in time that we recognize as something's amiss. And uh, and and it's we have to work. This is what we have to work with in life: calls and crises, and uh, stupid, and all those things which are negative, but they're food for us moving forward. So, so yeah, that's sort of a start anyway. Well, that is interesting crisis because um, the um, it seems to have a time factor. When, when I, when I used to work for the, for the banks and the credit unions, there used to be, the 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 time was was like a huge factor because um, all the days deposits with all the checks they have to be ready by a certain time because the courier was going to come and pick them up. It, it's now electronic, but the courier was going to pick them up, take them to the central bank, so that our bank could get could get all the credits it needed. So it, it was, um, it was critical that it happened. And, you know, and crisis, I mean, supposing you are just so busy, you just don't have the time to balance all the tellers, and this and that, and that's, that's a crisis. So the 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 time factor seems to be uh, very important or critical thing in in a crisis. I agree. Yeah. And our our level of involvement. Are we whacked out of our minds? Or are we cash? You know, if you're casual, there's fewer crises uh, in a way because you make the crisis. You call it a crisis. It may be nothing, but you make it that way by your level of uh, drama. Yeah, your your perception of it, what it looks yeah. like in, in your theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In somebody else's yeah. theater, it might be. Um, it'll go away in a few hours. Everything's okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so, so at the worst, maybe the checks don't go out today and they go out tomorrow. And you know the banks, how they are, they always have that cushion. That, that cushion of, um, you know, we can return your check because you only have a certain period to return somebody's check if there isn't enough funds in the, in the account. Um, but the banks always, sometimes, sometimes they used to take extra days and just send it back anyway. And then, you know, sometimes the central bank would say too late. You, you can't, that's it. So you, yeah, then you're stuck with it. Then you get a phone the client and then you get to do this and, and do that. It's, it's sort of similar with mortgages because the, the banks are lean and mean. So they have a, a certain number of staff and they and, and they, they, they have their staff so that they can very efficiently when it's very slow and, and they're getting the same amount of mortgages coming in and it's at a it's at a level that everybody can deal with it. Well, what happens when it goes up like it is at the moment, because the real estate market's really hot and they're getting well, the banks can't can't and won't just pay for extra people just to have them sitting around getting ready. So it, it, it becomes on the, on the workers they already have. And, and they don't like to pay overtime. <laughs> so they, they have that whole, uh, well, you got to do it. Why can't you do it? Why why aren't why aren't you capable of doing it? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> well, it takes for bloody forever. <laughs> and it's every part of our society is in that state right now, where there's too much yeah. stuff to do for the time. And as we look to the future, it's changing. The ground is moving. We don't know where it's moving to. And so the thing that I'm in a crisis now about doing to, to fix, tomorrow will be, no, I don't even know what it'll be. I don't know what the arrangement will be, how it'll work, right? And, um, and that's where all I'm doing now is cleaning up, fixing stuff, cleaning up, fixing stuff, cleaning up, fixing stuff. So what's, and, a, cri what's a crisis look like in Ryandale? Uh, well, this storm we had, three days without power, um, lots of, I had 20 trees down on our property in Crawford Bay, big, big honking hemlocks. The roads were covered with stuff. They had to bring people in from Kelowna and like 100 miles away to fix things. And we're getting tor tornado style winds. Wow. Swirling. And the trees aren't used to that. They're used to... A, a wind that moves straight right yeah. so they're getting uh whacked some people have generate we have a generator some people don't um so it's it's like for us we have uh, water gravity water and wood wood heat and you know tons of potatoes so we've been i've been aware that this is going to happen kind of since i started here i've been anticipating a crisis uh, because of my view of the world. And here here we are now with the fourth one we've had in a year. Fourth, fourth one. Uh, windstorm like this where 
my buddy lost about 50 trees behind his house. The same kind of winds. Um, it, you know, I, this one woman, I know she's had two big trees coming down on her shop, uh, big ones. And she managed to get it dealt with, but it's, uh, like in this hemlock forest, they never came down. Hemlocks never came down. They had a big, broad uh, root cover. Now they're coming down. And it's it's like, holy shit, this never happened before in our forest. Mm-hmm. So it does have this uh, fearful aspect as to the, the world's changing, right? It feels like the world definitely is changing. And what are we doing about it? Now, luckily, I, I planned this to be okay, but I won't, it doesn't mean I'll be okay. You know, it doesn't mean anything. We may have big forest fires this year. It's dry. So it's a, it's a question of, yeah, jumping from lily pad to lily pad, kind of, is the way I look at it. You know, make sure that's working. Okay, and then I'll jump to another lily pad, make sure that's working, another lily pad. So the lily pads are okay. So now what? What else is going, right? And being old like I am, I'm there's limitations too, you know, these trees I need to buck up. So, I mean, it's a crisis. I believe it's, we're in a crisis, the world, for sure, our species, for sure. And I hang on to you guys and my neighbors, people I can talk to, right? The news doesn't really tell me much other than there's shit going down. But just to get through the day to day, it's it's people I can trust, and and EJ's crowd <laughs> is probably my main thing. I'm not sure how why I trust them, but <laughs> you know, it seems to be working. You guys are still sort of smiling, so must be okay. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting because in in one way you can just you can just dismiss it. It's just a windstorm, few trees down, right? But if the trees are on the road, the groceries aren't coming to your grocery store. The meat's not coming. Nothing's moving. I mean, you can't. Freezers are thawing. Yeah, yeah. You can't be eating bitcoins. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's right. So having a generator is real now. But what in the city? Oh yeah. What can you do for a crisis? We haven't had crisis in Vancouver or Edmonton or Calgary, you know? It's sort of of getting that way with this COVID now. I mean, um, Canada's just uh, stopped flights from India for 30 days because of that double mutant B1.317 variant. And, and apparently there's 38 people in British Columbia, which is the province where we are, that have it. And if, if people aren't careful, which, you know, they're, they're, not. Not, they're not careful. It's, Enough of them are not careful. Yeah, yeah. And India seems to be in a very desperate state. Apparently the hospitals are 99% full with with in the ICUs capacity-wise, and, and they ran out of oxygen in New Delhi or something. And I mean, gee, it's it's. I mean, if you can save somebody with with oxygen, then you, 
boy, you you need that oxygen. Jeez, <laughs> that's that's crisis. I can't imagine how these doctors and nurses are faring. I mean, I oh boy. So, what do you guys do in in a, your own personal crises? Do you have any methodology? Fix it. <laughs> it's fi yeah. it's fi it fix it or eat it there's like two choices i mean there's probably other ones but for me it's either accept it or eat it what's going on i eat it it's uncomfortable i don't like it, it changes my life and i like my life the way it is please don't change it um or fix it I don't, I don't like yelling at it. I don't like yelling at it as if yeah. my yelling at it and my emotional upset and upheavals will somehow change things. Yeah, that either action or eat it. Yeah. And for me, it's don't make it worse is the, is the critical thing. Will this make it worse going through this, right? Uh, that's it for me. If I can get through without wrecking it, I'm a happy boy. It's a woman exclaiming, crisis is in my bank account. <laughs> she, knew, she knew she wanted to be in on this. Uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, this is, for me, this is where the, the video gaming has really come in, come come to the forefront. It's, okay, everything like... Um, when everything's nice, you know, everybody can be calm and controlled and happy. But when the, when the shit hits the fan, then then I I look at the video games. You, so suddenly, all of a sudden, from somewhere, you're thrust into this body, and and what a virtual uh, body. what a virtual yeah, body. virtual body, but. Uh, for for me, in a, in a crisis, I think to myself, okay, yeah, I'm thrust into this body in this world. And so I'm using the virtual world and, and this world. And then it's, okay, what do you have to do? Uh, and and that's what you try and do. There, you have to have a... Uh, a, a little moment or a respite or a um, dissociation from everything because otherwise you're like, should I do this? Shall I do that? Should I do this? I get to be, who's yelling? And, and, and so it's very easy to get all discombobulated and then you're running around with, with your head cut off, right? But it, you have to somehow find that moment and I, and I you know, I don't know how you find that moment. You just get a maybe it's 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 the old breathe in, breathe out. Um, you find that moment, find find a point from which you can look out and okay, what needs to be done first? Uh, and do that if, first. If we remember. Back to the early days of D2 with the gang. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is maybe what Jim was saying too, uh, that we could, after we finished with our um, 
initiation training yeah we had played enough times that we could sort of relax i could relax a little bit yeah then you see other people panic yeah so therefore what i i i like what jazz one saying because i i witnessed myself go through that where i was the person panicking Mm-hmm. And then through enough repetition, 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 some harsh words, some kind words, some things pointed out to you, to me, to everyone. Yeah. Then there's a, there's a, the disassociation occurs a little bit yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And I could put my attention on other things. And I didn't, so when I panicked in the game, I did generally thoughtless, stupid, reactionary things (laughs) and added to the trouble, added to the crisis of the moment because the monsters were winning. Mm -hmm. And, but, and I think what I got from, from the, from the D2 experience particularly was the, the practice of not panicking the practice of, 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 ah, what's the phrase? The practice of being in hot, intense situations with a calmness about, mm-hmm. uh, about how I was playing, right? I didn't get, I, I think for me, self-doubt really fuels the fire of, of, of panic. So the the idea finding the eye of the storm, if yeah. you can find the eye yeah, of the yeah, storm, yeah. right? Or even know that there's a storm, because I think when I panicked, I didn't even know there was a storm. <laughs> it's like there's no vision. It's it's all some internal, you know, Breakdown. bad yeah. dream, <laughs> hallucinatory bad dream, that is being uh, accelerated and and provoked by these pixels on my screen in a video game where I would sweat. I would sweat, like literally my body was sweating because I was so nervous or, or on edge or the whole thing, right? Because our friends were very good at creating, making that game, which is just completely irrelevant, really. It's just totally irrelevant that the monsters win. But yet the teamwork and the necessity to be a good teammate was, was so powerful. Mm-hmm. that it raised my temperature quite high. And, and do you remember in, in those crises where, where you again and you get killed again, you, how we used to try and deal with it was, okay, everybody gang up on one monster. That's right. Because, because the monsters are so powerful, we are no match for them. But if you can gang up on one monster then you take the next monster, then you take the next monster. It, it, it's very much a crisis because you're, you know, you might have multiple things going on, you know. But to Jim's point too, like he's, yeah. he's been preparing for crisis. Yeah. Yeah, One yeah. thing we learned after a while, yeah. each of us learned it, in our own at our own speed it's like well if there's a wall why don't you walk along the wall so you only have three fronts yeah, to be concerned with instead of four yes. so the the idea of running through the middle of the field to to get back to your your perished yeah. body only revved up and made the crisis work 
So there was, a, there was some skill, some knowledge that became skill. And then yeah. there were good practices to prevent such, you know, where the onslaught was too much. Yeah. And the so, idea of main, being able just to main, maintain things, I think is really comforting to me. Just everything has to be maintained so that when there is a crisis, you have stuff there. You know, you're prepared somewhat, possibly. If you're not, if you're, if you're not anticipating breakdown all the time, mm -hmm. then you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. You know, and so, so more of that. And then people think, oh, well, you don't want to be going around thinking things are breaking down. I go, well, yeah, I do because, <laughs> because they are breaking down, but I can be happy about it. But you've also positioned yourself very well, Jim. Yeah, you, maybe. You, you, well, there's always the maybe. There's no 100%, but I think, no, no, you know, there's, no there's that, 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 that would not make the game any fun to know that, okay, you got to the top of the mountain, you win, game over, just sit there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. And, uh, and it's also, a you know, like I consider my, my thing a story. My life is not really my life. It's a story. Yeah. Yeah. We look at this similar situation here, Jim, where I live, where... The old people who know everything are, you know, ancient. And then there's a few in their 40s and 50s and 60s that know how things work here. And then the uh, the way we see it, I don't know, we're, you know, we're the new people here. Um, the way we see it is that they're so, uh, these 40 and 50 year olds are so bent in a good way, like doing all the right things for their kids that they're uh, saving them from having to learn th these things, which are basically based on hardship. So they're more interested in getting their kid to, to get a good education and go. And so the kids who could receive their parents' wisdoms about how to live here are, A, protected from it because they remember the harshness of the, this, this lifestyle, and they want their kids to go be successful elsewhere and spend the summers, you know, three weeks in the summer at their, you know, village house. But, but nobody remembers how to do anything anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, an old guy that's a family member of a, a, well, a relation of Elena's who's a, a, you know, a highly respected man here in these mountains. And he's trying to teach this young couple who are here, I don't really know them very well. I've met them a couple of times. They don't even know how, you know, they don't know anything about gardening. So he's, you know, here they are, they're young, they're in their twenties and they're like, you know, ill-equipped to plant a garden, which wow. is one of the simplest things one can do. Well, so what do you, <laughs> well, I mean, do it, but to maintain it and do it well, of course, is becomes a skill. To have life, to have life emerge yeah, is, yeah. is really something yeah. else. <laughs> Apparently they've already, they've already frozen their tomato plants because they put them in too soon, you know. Um, uh -huh. But I mean, there's just, that's not a great example, but it is this gap between, well, like, for example, the, the yeah, houses yeah. that are being built here are just horrible, right? <laughs> and the way the people built in the old days was like, go get stones from the mountain and stack them until you have this, you know, uh, impenetrable 
cave mm-hmm. that you've built. And it was all done by hand, the, everything, you know. Uh, the father of one of the villagers used to go into the mountain and cut down this huge oak tree and then figure out how he, how he would bring it back to the village from the mountains, this giant oak tree, to sell it to somebody who was building by himself. That, yeah, that, yeah. No, that knowledge is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it fits so well, but we see there's change, right? And so the question is, is it a crisis? Is it like just change that we don't like? That's another way to look at it. You know, it's a, it's a change in things that, that force us to change along with them. And maybe we don't want to, we don't know how. Um, uh, but we suffer from the fact that we we grew up at a time when we saw people who were at war and and depressions and we could see in their eyes and really really know that yeah those guys went through something yeah and we now are are selling where your guys are selling buying money you know what i mean like the what we've gone through seeing in our lifetime is incredible because we're witnessing it now the kids go they don't witness it because we've arrived at this world and and it and it's not connected to the to the dirt. Mm-hmm. They they just don't True. believe it. They, they they don't believe it because they're never connected to dirt. And uh, and so we we are the the ones that are have seen it and lived through it. And well, now our, our, don't don't forget our parents and grandparents who saw it too. Yeah, but they didn't have to get get to this point where the computers have taken <laughs> over and the world's taken over and there's you know there's new money and there's you know like that's a big but change. That's just, but isn't that yeah? That's a big change. It's a big. change. I don't know if any generation has gone through a change like we we're seeing, and it's not over yet. Uh, isn't that progress? It's that's what they it's teach in the history. With, that's what they teach in the history books. It's <laughs> Mother Nature, right? It's being uh, careless with Mother Nature is what it is, I think, you know. Yeah. Well, progress is, is, is good, but remember where you came from. You have that connection of, so food, I just don't go to the grocery store to get, to get something to eat. But, like but it, it must come from somewhere. It w- it must be progress though because you don't have to go out in the rain in the in the snow in the cold to, <laughs> you know, and then also be able to afford a plot of land so you can. Gr- I mean, there was a reason that people re- preferred grocery stores mm-hmm. to gardening, and there was mm-hmm. there was a reason that people preferred a car to a horse. You know, there was a convenience that came from it. There was a. Um, I assume there was there was why did my mom make TV dinners? She did well, and she didn't make them. She put them in the oven. Well, mm-hmm. it was convenient. Yeah, convenient. So right. the idea of making our lives more uh, stable and and comfortable has different definitions depending on where you live and what era you grew up in. And much earlier on, it was like you guys in D2, it was sharing. Sharing was critical yeah. in, in herds, total critical. Yeah. And like, you know, it has to be there. You, you now, needed your friends. You now we don't share. Friends. I don't, Jaswan doesn't share his bank account with me. <laughs> 
You know, we don't share our bank accounts. You know, we, we people don't do that. They don't share their meal in that way as they used to. And we've gotten to this place where it's my stuff and, you know, my fucking truck and, and you know, leave it alone, you know. And I think that's a lot of the, that losing the connection to everything is leaves you unconnected. You're alone. You know, but are you and alone? I, but are you alone? Oh, on certain levels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I ask, because for me, it's like there's this abstraction of these other people that I don't really know and I don't want to talk about them. Um, but then there's like, do I feel disconnected? Have I put myself in a situation where I've uh, allowed, uh, allowed is this wrong word, that I have cut my tethers to, to this natural world, as, as Jim calls it, or did I do that? So for me, when we when, when I uh, this abstraction of the others who are ruining everything doesn't land with me because I don't I, I don't know about them. They're just stuff I read in the newspaper. No, but we are them, Freddie. Oh, I know are. we're them, but I'm handling me and not worrying about handling the others. No, but it's we're we're sharing the the the, the crisis is what well, we're yeah. doing. Yeah. You know, we're sharing the crisis alone. We, we, if we get together, like we're getting together here, and this is helping. Because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's helping, right? It helped. We get new ideas. We get ideas. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I understand these guys. Oh, God. Oh, thank God. I understand somebody, right? Any kind of, oh, yeah, blah. And, and that's what I look for. Can I, can I talk to these people? Right on. Is there anybody home? You know, right my dog. Connection, connection, connection all day long. That to me is the only way through, uh, you know, and, and and we're getting more isolated. When I look at the number of people who are living alone in in places, no, I learned something pretty pretty interesting and scary the other day, and and, and you know how the, uh, I mean, we know the planet's polluted and the air's polluted, but I just learned they can. They're now detecting microscopic plastic particles oh, no, in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great. <laughs> in, the, in, the air. in the air, in the air, in the air we breathe. I mean, it was scary enough having it in in the water, the ocean, water and, in the fish, and eating in the, in the fish. Now it's in the air. So I mean. You know, maybe we'll adapt. Maybe our bodies will adapt to it. Yeah, and then we sing, there's not enough plastic in the air today. I'm, my head hurts a little bit. <laughs> the way I handle this that you guys are talking about and we all participate in is like, you're just going to put the seatbelt on and, you know, get comfortable and, you know, watch, watch it. You know, well, I, can't, at, I can't do anything about I can only handle me, right? But and you're I, in a much better place than you were right, in Chicago. But I, I, but I put myself here. Like this yeah. is, this is where yeah. it befuddles me. There's certain I, I had an opportunity and I took it, not necessarily knowing how it was all gonna unfold. It was just it was just an action that was taken. But also I I I preferred to watch the drama from up here. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and and so for me, when I listen to people talk about this, 
uh, and I know that many people are stuck and it's not something they can really do, but then, uh, then take whatever actions are available to you to protect you and yours. And then you just write it out because there's just so much that are outside of our control and it's okay, you know. And, and then so do what I can do, encourage my, and help my friends as I can. And, and then at, this, at a certain point, it's not a crisis for me because it, it, it's like worrying about the weather, you know. It's the weather's going to do what the weather's going to do and I have to either cover the firewood, gosh, there's rain in the forecast again tomorrow. Ugh, I got to go outside and cover the firewood. It would be a crisis if I was, didn't watch the weather and respect it and how it can impact my life if I don't, if I don't keep active about it or, and go out and cover the wood and say, all right. I, so the you know. key to me seems to be what Jazz said about finding that spot where you can notice shit. Yeah. You know, really. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the spot that we, if we can be there all day long watching, 